Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens, is a licensed professional counselor, and your co-host, Julia Canton, is a therapeutic coach. Together, they discuss various topics, providing a different perspective on life and insight that you are not alone. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hudgens. Wow, I don't know about you, but life is great, and it's all about (laughs) perception. Julia, how's your life? Oh my gosh, Steve, I turned 52 and it is so much fun. I definitely, you know, I have to remember, and I'm just going to say this very quickly. When I was in my 20s and 30s, I thought 50 was so old. And here I am in my 50s. And I just, I'm, I'm just saying, I woke up yesterday going, I am pretty freaking fabulous. <laughs> I would say life is awesome. So yeah. It is awesome. <laughs> what about and you? Again, Steve? age is a number. Oh. Except if you're 18 and under. Okay. We don't want to put you in the cougar category here. But <laughs> age is Thank a number. You. <laughs> you know, the thing about it is it's how we feel and what we do. And mm-hmm. it's interesting because I think it just seems like as the older we get, for most of us, we're like fine wine. We just taste better. We just age better and we just get people drunk off of life. I think that, I think that actually is a pretty good analogy. And I actually want to take it a step further because I think getting drunk off life is definitely what happens. But I think at a certain point, we just don't care. We don't have the same perceptions of how we dictate how we're going to live. And uh, we let go of expectations and perceptions. You begin to settle in, which is a natural part of growth and development, by the way, people, um, that you just literally let it all go or you don't. I mean, there are those that will be craggly and cranky for the rest of their lives, but that is not us. So I'm just saying it's pretty cool. You know, it is about perception. Life can hit you hard. And you can go down in the toilet and be a piece of poop and feel like you're being flushed (laughs) away, right? Uh, Or you can look at you're on top of the world and you're fertilizing everything around you. It it is all dependent upon attitude and things of that nature. You know, when I had cancer, it just impacted me in such a way that I look at life in such a different way. And then, of course, Mm. my near-death experience that I had also impacted me. Looking at life, we can take things and say, you know, we've been hit hard. And we can turn to alcohols. We can turn to substance abuse. We can just end our life. That's how, at least I grow, is through hardship. Taking hardships, and if you just use it to your advantage life seems to be getting a little easier. What about you, Julie? I mean, you, you've you had life, life hit you hard too. 
I did. And, and it's okay. I, I think my perception has changed as, and to where I'm going. I'm not going to connect with what was in the past because it doesn't serve me. It is back there. Okay. What does matter is where I stand today and my trajectory moving forward. And, and I had to choose that. I will say that, that um, I could have stayed down in the pit Okay, or I had the opportunity to kind of grow out of it or crawl out of it a little bit and just stay even with it, or I had the opportunity to excel past it. And so that's where I'm at right now is that I didn't settle for what I thought was my reality down here. I had to make a conscious choice to face everything that I was going through own every single bit of the experiences that I'd experienced and then chose to move out of it and away from it. And so that's how I would describe it. And now, you know, I am making my own life. So right. it's just pretty dramatically different. Well, and, and life is what you make of it. I mean, you can sit at home and be a hermit and not do anything as professionals we have to take and practice what we preach. Yes, you know, we, yes, yes. You know, we tell others or explain to others about living life. And again, it's about perception. It's also about a support system. And we both have had good support system of people in our lives. Mm -hmm. But that can only do so much. The rest mm -hmm. of it yeah, is... So, but well, the support system can't do the work for you. And that, that is what becomes core is that one, it's not their responsibility. Two, it really isn't their business. And three, they did not ask to take on our issues. And, and so um, it, it, we, at the end of the day, we are responsible for doing our work. And that means changing our perceptions. It means uh, letting go of expectations, whether we held those expectations for ourselves or other people, or we thought others had expectations for us. And I, yeah, it just, they can't, it's not their responsibility to do it for us. So it's pretty cool. You know, it's about freedom. Mm -hmm. You can imprison it. yourself in your mind and get stuck there or learn how to deal with things and set yourself free. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, you know, America is all about trying to get rid of history. But you look at Germany, they have a bad mark because of the Nazism that took a, that took place there. But they did not get rid of Auschwitz the concentration camps, it's a learning thing about, hey, this is what we went through. This is our bad history here. And yet here in America, we just want to destroy all of our history and forget it. So I Well, and I, I'm going to argue with you on that one. Okay. And, and I know where you're going because I used to have the same perceptions. Okay. I, I get where... Um, the saying is that we learn from our from the, our past or that we can learn from our past. But I also think that there is a psychological 
transition that goes on, that if we continue focusing on the past, that is all our brain sees. Mm-hmm. And, and that becomes the focus. And whereas if we focus on the future and the changes that we want to make, then our brain shifts and says, okay, I want to focus on that thing. And, and so I, I love the example that Wayne Dreyer um, talks about, and he's in a ship. Okay. The idea is that you're in a ship and when you're in that, or that boat and you're out on the water and you're moving along, the engine is on and it's running. If you look behind you, what do you see when you're looking behind you at the water? You see a bunch of bubbles and ripples because of where the boat's been. It's a bunch of waves. Yes. It's, it's, yes. And it's called a wake. Okay. If you turn off that engine, which is currently propelling you forward, okay, that wake that is right there ever move you forward? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It can't because right. it is the residue or the leftover of what's in the past. Okay. If you don't turn on the engine to move forward, then your boat will sit still or it'll go just wherever the waves happen to take it. And it's going to be this, uh, you know, kind of thing, which can be very relaxing for a while and very comfortable, but it will never move you into your into your future. And so I think that when we get into this dialogue of history, that there is one thing about learning about our history and and having a, a a knowledge of it and something completely different by stating that we're going to stay in it and and continue repeating the dialogue and storyline to the point that that's all we see and and so when i look at these other countries um i you know we'll just take the example that you gave with germany I understand that there was a horrific event that happened there, but I also hold a space that that from a spiritual standpoint, we do not know what the soul needed to learn from those experiences. Okay. And I also hold a space for the fact that in order to grow and be where we're at, as horrific as that event is, okay, that or events that occurred, that there were things that were learned through that process that may not have been learned any other way. And yet, do we want to stay there in that remembrance? Or do we want to move forward and consider a a possible more enlightened, I, I don't even like that word, but more educated and joyful experience moving forward? And we get to well, choose. No, and I agree 100% with you. It's not about staying in the past or living in the past because you can't uh, grow forward. You know, the Bible Mm -hmm. talks about putting your hand on one plow and looking backwards. You're not going to plow a straight line. You're Mm going to go zigzaggy. And Mm the same thing by living in the past all the time, it stagnates you. And so... There's lessons to be learned in everything and growth to to, to learn if you allow it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just the experiences that understanding of guilt and shame happen once you get the knowledge of truth. That's when it hits us the hardest because we have the what a should have could have had it with the truth. But at the same time, you know, it's... Yeah, we made a mistake, but it's a learning opportunity at the same time, and it's a growth. But as a 
as a person, you and I uh, and, and anyone else should grow. So you you told me a story off mic, and I'm excited <laughs> about it because the story that you shared is you're going on your first cruise. And it's like, okay, I'm going on mine and I'm excited about it. It's a solo cruise. It's to Alaska. And I'm like, I'm excited because I'm going on an ATV adventure, going and driving up and seeing the majestic beauty of, of Alaska, hopefully to catch some wildlife. Uh, as long as they don't eat me, I'm okay. Uh, you know? <laughs> uh, no, I, I just, I enjoy being out in the woods and the nature and finding my groundedness. And, mm -hmm. and being able to have a new experience because research has shown new experiences creates new synapses in your brain. Yes. Yeah. And it gives you the positive serotonin that you need to grow. And it's like, okay, you're going on your cruise alone. Well, yeah, why not? It shows me well, my it, limitations. It shows me what I well, can and can't do. And here you well, are I would... going on yours. Go ahead. Yes. And I think that the reason that it's more not showing it, it, it isn't about showing us what we can't do. It is defining what we can do. And so there is a difference past moving forward into the future. And so when we, you know, when I think about this, I, I will share with our audience this share, you know, what I shared with you is that I was, I had this idea, there was a cruise that was developed in a networking group that I was in. I had this idea that I would go on this cruise potentially with somebody that I was in a relationship with. Mm. Well, that relationship has ended, which is fine. It's good that it has. And kind of the idea of going on the cruise was kind of put in the, you know, kind of back back office kind of thing. It's just like not, it's, it wasn't important and it wasn't something that I was going to be focused on. And then this morning, I mean, yesterday morning when I woke up, I had a very distinct impression, Julia, you need to go on the cruise. And I, um, you know, there was this little bitty voice in the back that came on with its limitations. And I went, no, 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 no. This is the adult, Julia. And she does what she wants to do. And let's let let's go forward and let's inquire about the process. And as of about, oh, I don't know, five minutes before this podcast and a little bit before we were starting, I was booking my first uh, cruise and getting all the service dog stuff figured out and the flights and stuff. And I'm going as a single adult female, but with a group of networking people that I adore and love. And it is about recognizing that I, as an adult at 52 years old, I do not necessarily have to do something with someone else because I need to. Mm -hmm. I get to enjoy life now because I want to. There you go. And and there is a difference between just existing in life versus being vibrantly a part and actively in life. And I, I just treasure that opportunity to be able to realize that I had this, these options all along. I just didn't see it because I was, I was stuck in my perception that Oklahoma was going to be where I stayed. 
and um, and that that it was where I belonged. And even in those words, those are bondage words. They 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 lack the opportunity to say, "I'm going to go out and explore the world." But there are many opportunities present every day, and and I get to do it all. It's just figuring out how that's going to happen, putting my intention out there and asking what is available and then going for it, taking the action steps to to ensure that it goes forward. So it's pretty dang cool. Um, well, so. it, it's when you think about you and I discussing life and getting drunk off of life, it's not about a seriousness of getting drunk with alcohol. It is mm -hmm. the excitement of doing something new, challenging. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people say, well, I just don't feel motivated. You got to motivate yourself. Even as I, as a professional, I had to learn how to push myself to experience what I need to experience. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I guess part of that came from growing up in the military. My father was in the Air Force for 26 years. And I had the ability to live in Japan for three years during my high school years, and I loved it. And then later when I went to college, I went to live in England for a month at the YMCA, got to experience London, England, and then mm. um, went to France, loved it. And uh, now I'm going to Alaska and Canada, uh, mm -hmm. the, the good side of Canada, where there are no fires. I might set it on fire. I don't know. <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh. Uh, well, and what I, you know, the other thing I want to talk about is that we're talking about doing these things. And, you know, you're, we're talking about the younger years. Here we are getting ready to experience a different mm -hmm. exploration and our, I'm going to say younger, older years. I, I don't even like to say that considering I don't even look my age, but I, I'm going to have to more mature years. There we go. That's the way to do that. Um, but my my 24 year old is getting ready to do a study abroad in Austria and Germany. And before that, she um when she turned 20, she went and spent um, 18 months in Thailand. And I'm thinking the youth understand, they understand that exploring the world is a thing. So I'm not quite sure what happened to us in our, you know, midlife years where we thought that that wouldn't be. I'm just really grateful to explore again and, and figure it out. It's what I call the Peter Pan syndrome. We grow up and we adult because we have kids and we live, yeah. most of us live our lives through our children. And then when they leave, it's like, um, um, we forget how to live as a kid. And that's one of the things that I really appreciate the fact of my daughter and I, that there was a separation at a time, but we were able to get back together. She works for me. One of the things that she's mentioned is that I was... Uh, a very interactive parent with her and her brother. And mm -hmm. I enjoy being able to be a playful dad and being able to be a support system for her. But at the same time, you know, younger years, we, we experience and, and have that fun. The middle and years. Yes. And the middle years mm -hmm. is where we kind of settle down. We got responsibilities. And I, for, I think we forget how, to be a kid. So as we have aged and now we're going on cruises and doing things alone, it, it's, it's fascinating. 
because I get to see a different part of the world that I haven't seen. And I want to be able to experience that because it's interesting because I talked to one of my cousins and he says that, you know, I'm glad that you were able to get out because we were comparing about how we stayed in contact with our grandmothers, our grandparents. Mm. I would always call weekly when I was able to because they were important to me because I didn't get to grow up around them. And he, he, uh, uh, my cousin was saying, you know, here I was in town and I didn't see my, see our grandmother that often. So what I'm saying is, is that sometimes we can live a sheltered life and we can stay in a place and that's all we know. But because um, we have grown and we can push ourselves to look outside of our shelter, there's so much beauty to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And to me, getting into the mountains and yeah, there's water there too. I don't mind the beach. I just don't get it. I can sit in my backyard. I know it's not the same thing. Still get the sun sitting out there. Honestly, I love the beach. And see, that's my cruise is taking me to the beaches. Right. Oh, just the, oh, I'm so excited. So excited. But yeah, it's, it's those different experiences. So I have been to the beach. I don't mind it, but I'm a person that likes to explore so I well, even I thought think- about taking a, a, an airplane up to Maine, getting a car and driving down along the coast because I love lighthouses. And oh, I think that I would a- be oh, my God. just the sunrise at the lighthouses, you know. I might uh, have to introduce you to a dear friend of mine. That is her absolute fascination. So y'all here, <laughs> you might have heard it. You're hearing it here. If my friend Sandy and my friend Steve happen to meet each other and develop a relationship, <laughs> you know. They can thank me. It's all it's all golden. <laughs> right. You know, it's um I, I think that you, you know, it's just um being <laughs> able see so you got me speechless. See you, you got me flubbed up. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh dating's tough, and that's a different whole new subject to go on that piece of it too, because we stop ourselves from living. Uh, a life because what has happened in our past hurts hold us back. But we're and not focusing on that for this. That's for this that is podcast. correct. That's a totally we're... different podcast. It's about living life. Mm-hmm. And the I've been to thirty different states and three different countries. Now I'm fixing to be to thirty-one different states and uh, number four country with Canada. But That's it's learning um, not to allow life to squash to squash your dreams. Well, and I think it's more than that. I, again, it is about creating the life that you want. One keeps you in the past, and the other one. Moves. What kind of life do they, our audience, want to live? And then go about de- in detail creating that life, and. Um, because our words matter, our energy matters. Um, and so 
if they if they have ever in their hearts thought I want to go do a cruise or I want to go I used when I did the van life I'd get people oh my gosh I wish I could do the van life okay well I picked up a nine hundred dollar van revamped it a little bit and and started just driving around all over the U.S. okay I had to create that scenario I said I want to do this and I did it um and writing our first books you know we said we wanted to be a published authors international best-selling authors boom it took the action it. of us creating and we did it we got another book coming up two cents on self-love coming up uh july the 7th and um you you know you wanted to go for your doctoral program and you were willing to give up and sacrifice and commit to it and be disciplined to it boom you're making that happen and so it really is about creating scenarios in our life where we go this is what we want and this is the plan i'm going to make to and uh to where it occurs and do not deviate from that path because we will get those little those spots, you know, where we go, oh, my gosh, okay, this thing comes up, this mini <laughs> crisis or whatever. And we got to stay focused on the the outcome that we said we wanted to accomplish. Because I think what ends up happening, and we were talking about this pre-podcast, that there are a lot of different reasons in life that keep us from, from going forward into the goals that we've set, okay? But until we choose to be 100% dedicated to the outcome that we desire, then it's just a dream. It's not even a goal. It's just a dream. And, and I think that our listeners, if there's anything that is calling to your heart, figure out a way to make it happen. Don't wait till that last minute. I, in hospice care and chaplaincy work, um, I can tell you that there's a lot of, and not to get on a negative Nancy situation here, but um, are, there are so many individuals that waited until they retired from work or, you know, they're, they aligned in, you know, with their spouses or their significant other, others to do things. And then that other significant other passes away and, um, and then they lose the motivation and hope that they had and that dream that they thought they were going to get to do in later years. So it's important to find something that you are willing to participate in the process of making it occur. And whatever that needs to look like, it needs to happen. Totally agree with you. And as we end our podcast on this note, it's about getting drunk off of life in a healthy way. I'm not promoting drinking. I'm just saying you can have fun in life if you choose to do that. And until next time, have fun, enjoy life, experience it. And uh, we'll ha we're going to have to do a podcast about our cruises to let you know how we did it and how Thanks it went. Thanks for joining until us next today. Time. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.